Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, Davis Wimbledon, and what turned into a huge sports weekend, the Final Four, men's and women's. In a little head- headlines there. Opening day for baseball. Opening week for baseball. Opening weekend for baseball. Uh, and we'll get some instant overreactions. No, I, I think there's <laughs> I think there's a way to do that the right way. Um, when you see guys play for the first time. Oh, I saw a couple. I saw another uh, guy who lost weight. Who was it? Avisail Garcia. Um. Him and Eloy Jimenez are my current uh, winners of the offseason best shape of their life. I was shocked. Avisel Garcia looked like, you know, he was baby Miggy. Like, and he, he looked svelte. So I don't know if that'll do anything for him. But now you know Avisel Garcia lost some weight this offseason, in my opinion. I also could be wrong. I haven't he watched him. He just looks good. I just thought he looked good. Um... We'll go around the league, Uh, you know, Monday, baseball episodes. Usually there's going to be kind of one or two big topics that I think will hit. This weekend, I mean, it's so funny, Uh, you know, baseball. I was was playing this through my head that, you know, only having three games, if you drop a two out of three or in the middle of the season, you just say, hey, you know, baseball and it happens. You do that early in the season and you start questioning everything or the vice versa, like Texas with Bruce Bochy, like beating the Phillies and seeing Bochy on a field. You're like, oh, that's right. I had that exact reaction when I saw the last out happen and they flashed to Bochy in the dugout. Like if you believe in managers, which I do to a degree, and Bruce Bochy is kind of an all-time manager in this team that had an awesome offseason – yeah, you start putting yourself in the spin cycle. So, uh, let's dive into the basketball. We'll hit a little, uh, a little of the college hoops at the end. I'm obviously excited for my Huskies. LSU and Iowa was making so many headlines uh, yesterday, and I guess if you want my take on that, you'll have to wait on it. Let's get into the baseball games, and it's brought to you by DraftKings. Baseball season is in full swing. Man, didn't think I'd be reading that so soon. I mean, I look at the date, and I know that, but... Um, whether you're rooting for the home team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> it's where you got to go. And there might be, for those John Boy Media hardos, uh, there might be some more gambling content coming because uh, Jimmy's now wrapped in the world. Did he write up a script for a show at about 11 p.m. last night? Yes. Uh, so look out for that. For now, if you're at home... Uh, you will get five dollars if you bet five dollars on any pregame money line bet. You'll get one hundred and fifty in bonus bets if your team wins. Uh, and plus, do parlays. It makes a bigger payout. Oh, there's been a lot of talks about that recently. Join the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Sign up with code Bakers. Wow, new customers can bet just five dollars on any pregame money line and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code BAKERS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, let's go into it quick because I, I want to um, 
I want to dive where we have to dive, but I want to move uh, quickly where we can move quickly. Uh, so I guess the easiest box to check off would be our Yankees because we, we watch the most of that. Um, they looked fine. They, they looked like the New York Yankees. Cole was good. Judge was good. Stanton was good. Um, they, uh, Clark Schmidt had a tough start, uh, and he struggled with the same stuff that he struggled with uh, last year versus lefties. Uh, you know, they win a series at home. Two of their three starters were Clark Schmidt and Johnny Brito. Um, Anthony Volpe makes his debut, so it was one of the more exciting Yankee opening days in a long time. Um, and they take care of the Giants, which Giants fans, if you're tuning into this, um, man, you guys are a funky squad. Uh, there's a lot of lefties. Um, I don't know. I, they, they need Conforto to be good Mets Conforto. And I just don't know what, when or if that'll happen. Um, like, if they want to go, Con- Conforto's got to be good. He's, he's in the middle of their lineup. They, they don't have a ton of pop. Uh, Jock Peterson's awesome. It was fun watching him for three days. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess nothing changed my thoughts on the Giants after watching them play for three days. I don't get to watch the Giants play a lot. And I was looking for more. Um, no, Lamont Wade is kind of fun. Uh, but otherwise, the Giants are just, they are a, a funky little organization. And I'm sure they're going to torture some some teams and win some series. But they uh, they didn't move the needle too much for me. And uh, Yankees looked all right. Let's uh, Josh Donaldson homer. He's He is my most circled thing with the Yankees right now. I, you know. DJ, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Glaber, Oswaldo, Volpe, the catchers. They kind of know where they're going to land. Uh, Donaldson, I don't. I don't know where he's going to land in the lineup. I don't know if he's going to stay in the lineup. I don't. He could be our fifth hitter if he's like good Josh Donaldson. I think Bailey just did an out-of-the-park baseball spin sim uh, ad for Foolish. Uh, and I know in the thumbnail, pretty YouTube thumbnail for Foolish, but it had MVP question mark over Donaldson, which felt like a click. I haven't gotten there yet. Bailey, creamy beige. Um, let's jump to our Boston Red Sox, who played the Baltimore Orioles, and the Red Sox win two out of three, kind of. Uh, three messy Red Sox-Orioles games at Fenway Park. Uh, the Orioles win on opening day. They jump out to the huge lead. Uh, Red Sox chip away. They got a shot at the end, and you start. It's a 10-9 game. You look back at a couple moments that if one thing or the other goes differently, and it was lining up to be a weird long year in Fenway. The Orioles lose 9-8 to eight when a dropped fly ball in left field would have won them a game. They would have won 8-7. They would have won the series. They would have taken the first two games in Fenway. Uh, instead, they lose it in the Sox, kid. They come back, and they roll them the final game. Uh, a Fenway Park series, at least nine runs was scored uh, in each game. And, uh, yeah, I... Instant reaction, right? What are what are you looking for? What feels tangible? Um, for the Boston Red Sox, the lineup is going to be trouble, man. And I, I know we knew that. Um, but Adam Duvall had a big weekend. 
And by the way, go look at his 21 season where he led he led the National League in RBI. And 21 is as a, a season removed. 38 home runs playing at Fenway. He also won a gold glove that year. Like, Adam Duvall had a monster year that year. Uh, last season, he plays 86 games. He's hurt, um, and the numbers aren't good. And the Red Sox, they sneaky got a lot of, like, their, their offseason plan was to get a few guys um, who had really nice 21s, and they kind of bought low on them. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Yoshida won everyone over at the WBC, right? And he had a nice opening weekend. Uh, Justin Turner, you, you know who he is. So, you know, uh, Tristan Casas has been their pivot point for me, but the Red Sox, I think they're going to be pesky all year. And in that final game, uh, they went Dick Blyer, BBD's Dick Blyer, to mm-hmm. Schreiber, who was last year's Red Sox Grosso breakout guy, to Chris Martin, uh, and then they opened up the game, so they let their guy Caleb Ort finish it out instead of Kenley. Nice. Um, but, again, the Red Sox looking for their formula. They're supposed to have a bullpen this year, which you don't talk about a lot of Red Sox teams that way. And playing in Fenway Park, the game is just always available. So their starting pitching is still very scary. Uh, but that lineup's going to rake, and I think the bullpen's going to do it, and that's going to give them a chance. And, by the way, early schedule watch. Pittsburgh and Detroit mm. for the Sox. So, you know, yep. there's a chance these Sox could win their first three series. And if you get some momentum going in the Commonwealth, these are here are the Red Sox next six opposing pitchers. Johan Oviedo. Not in my book, I'm being honest. Rowanzi Contreras and Mitch Keller, who probably who may it's firmly MLB guys who, might be Taking the leap this year. Who may deserve more respect by the end of the year, and maybe they do. Spencer Turnbull, who's coming back from injury and could be a trade deadline acquisition if he's good, but whatever. Quality MLB arm. Joey Wentz, Matt Boyd. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Sox, kid. Um, I, again, I, it's, I'm not buying Red Sox playoff stock as of now, but they, they have a formula. Mm-hmm. They almost overcame it. In the first game where they're, um, what's his name? Kluber got rocked. Yeah. Um, that Yeah, they're going to play a lot of fun. They're going to be a fun watch this year. How about that? They're going to be watchable. They, they your wedding week, the ep, it was me, Jolly, Trev. We all picked our team that could have a surprise April. They were my pick because I saw mm. this April schedule. They have a formula that if health, their formula, I think, certainly works in, in April while their starters are all healthy. They didn't actually kind of get to the season fully healthy, but whatever. Uh, that, that, like, that works with this opponent. Their lineup just works, period. That's, that's a quality lineup. And then, yeah, they have the bullpen. They don't need that much length from their starters right now. That can work for April. And a reminder, uh, Game two, fly ball, squeeze away from the Orioles winning this series. So that's the uh, the fine line of baseball. Uh, Orioles, again, I'm if you're not buying, you're selling, in the words of Joe's McFly, and I'm technically not buying uh, the O's, although Adley Rushman, um, bye, bye, bye. Uh, and he's the guy that could prove everything wrong. Like, sure, if Gunnar Henderson clicks, who, by the way, he's 21 years old and um, – 
Their their lineup gets pretty deep pretty quick. I'm not in on their pitching. Uh, their bullpen was a sneak, a very good strength for them last year. They got used a lot at Fenway. Kind of second full season of bullpen. Sometimes you feel that. We'll see. Uh, could just be a weekend in Fenway Park. Their starting rotation is Gibby, Kramer, Cole Irvin, Kyle Bradish, Tyler Wells. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe those guys are ready to take even more of a step in that massive left field in Baltimore. We'll will make them have good years. Um, Adley Rushman is the truth, and there's a good chance by the end of the year we're calling him the best catcher in baseball. Um, although that JT Real Muto throw last night, I don't know if you you watched any of that game. He uh, he threw out Simeon trying to steal, and it was like, oh. I felt bad for that Marlins beat reporter that we shunned one day because we were hmm. arguing Gary and Real Muto. That's how good the throw was. Like, it was, it was disgusting. Um, AL East, again, kind of, I'll, I'll try to be a little more snappier and in instant reaction for, again, a series at Fenway that <laughs> literally either team, probably the other team should have won two out of three games. Uh, baseball, Susan. Uh, I'll jump to my Rays that got a sweep over the Sad Tigers. Uh, kind of in the same vein as Adley Rushman. Um, I'm probably going to have to apologize about Wander Franco. Um, when I did my top 10 list, I, I even made a joke that Rays fans were going to be mad that he's not on there. And I, I think they're going to be right. And I think I'm, I knew it even when I was saying it. Um, he's 22 years old. Uh, I, again, when you don't watch a ball player every day, you forget just some of their things. Wander Franco can run. Um, I picture him as like meaty hitting homers over the monster Wander Franco. He can run. That kid is a stud. Like, you know, again, I'm no, no deep diving, no crazy analysis out of me saying Adley Rushman and Wander Franco are going to be good. Um, they missed him a lot last year between injury. Um, and even when he came back, he, he never really got into a rhythm. He was getting hurt so much. Uh, that yeah, man, the the Rays the Rays are going to be there all year. And you talk about you know, schedule watch. They are now hosting the Nats after they swept the Tigers. So they opened with what may be two of the worst teams in baseball, if not the two. Um, sorry, Tigers fans. Uh and then uh they're playing Oakland. And then they're playing Boston. So, um, which I think they're a better team than Boston, but it's baseball. It's a series. Um, Randy is still awesome. Just cool. Homers. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Springs. Jimmy's Jeffrey Springs, mm. uh, who looked really good against the Yankees. He had the, the first, like, no-hit bid of the year. And uh, go look at his stats from last year. He was, he was lights out. That's The Rays spent their most money on a starting pitcher ever with Zach Eflin. Shane McClanahan is one of the best pitchers in baseball. Glass now will come back at some point. Jeffrey Springs is really good. Go look at Drew Rasmussen's last year. He was the guy they got for Willie Adamas that everyone was like, oh, Willie Adamas. Go look at Drew Rasmussen. Uh, the Rays are, like, back. I, I think because the Rays are the Rays, they're eh, and you, there's not a lot you get excited about. Last year they were so injured 
the Rays are back in a big way, and I guess that's why I'm I'm not buying myself any Red Sox. I'm not buying myself any any Orioles because I still have the Rays uh, above them. They are they are going to go Tigers fans. I don't know what your expectations were. Know where I get my um, Detroit uh, Tigers fan updates these days? Where's that? Jimmy Norp oh, is a Tigers fan. That makes uh, sense. Of ma- Major League Wiffle Ball and, and Warehouse. Uh, and by the way, when I say I get updates, he updates his um, his Instagram story status thing <laughs> in the DMs. So <laughs> when I say updates... Um, I saw Riley Green run, and that was cool. And he's the Tigers' kind of hope this year. Seeing Austin Meadows play was fun, but uh, yeah, man, they—I uh, don't know. I don't want to write them off after three games, but I think Tiger fans also the, have written themselves off. Their their team page. You look down the OPS pluses, and it looks obviously it's one series it's all extremes but one, it looks the same as last year one basically. series against the rays like you know you yeah. you can't it, do, it, it looks extreme you can't do that but it's uh but you can't meadows had a good week and that's the uh that's kind of the whole thing about it uh oh burp into the mic whoops the toronto blue jays played the st louis cardinals this weekend I am, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, kind of every team playing everybody, and there's some people that are still, you know, ALNL purists a little bit. I, I've always thought, you know, going back to early talking baseball when I don't know if I should have been talking into a microphone, uh, every team needs to play everybody because the way you fall in love with players is by watching them play. Again, my two examples that I always say Albert Pujols, uh, after he left St. Louis, he didn't play in St. Louis for like nine years. That's not cool. Um, and when I was living in Colorado, uh, I think for, I think over a six-year span, the Yankees came through once. And I was like busy yeah. that week. I didn't go. <laughs> um, there is a side story of that for another day. Me and former roommate Jeff, I think we tried to scalp tickets for a little bit, and then we just kind of... Kind of got our drink on outside the stadium. Abandoned the mission. But that's not on me. But it kind of was. Um, you only play every three years, and that's not guaranteed to be home. Whatever. Yeah, it, it was just, it wasn't the right formula. And I don't know what the right formula is, but I, I do think each team, you need to, if you're a young baseball player in Colorado and you see Aaron Judge player, you see Wander Franco player, you see Randy, whoever it is, that's how you end up falling in love with them yeah. as a player. And there's been... Few guys over the course of the last like couple years that we we like bring up from like however long like when I was a kid and I was like yeah I didn't really watch him because he was all NL right like Billy Wagner is every time I look at his baseball reference I'm like oh that dude's like amazing amazing Should and be in the Hall of Fame I all mean that. the the game I always play is like if you know if if someone did this for the Yankees like how would I treat them like Christian Walker I mean my God uh, for my snakes like if, if the Yankees had a guy be a 30 home run hitter for a couple seasons. Anyways, um, Blue Jays teed up with St. Louis. Uh, oh, my! where my whole speech was going, and I should have said this about Yankees-Giants, it feels weird opening with interleague. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess that's with a... 15 and 15, one, somebody's got to do it. 
but yeah, it's it just it feels a little weird. Um, and if you're gonna do that, do it with teams that have like a little bit of history, or do like one of the rivalry games. Do a do a Nats Orioles. Yeah. Do a World Series rematch. Like I, I'm, you know, I Chicago, and like make that a thing or something. Like if Chicago open with Chicago every year, White Sox Cubs. I don't know. Chicago might be a bad city because yeah. it's cold. And like weirdly, like the rivalry games, I think are the ones where it's like those are the only two game series left. The way they have it laid out, don't know if that formula should right. stick. So again, I'm diving too far into schedules, but uh, Cardinals Blue Jays was exciting. Birds uh, and you know two of the most talented teams in baseball, and they played. Some kind of crazy games. Uh, they were one of the best games on opening day. They were another 10-9 uh, game. The Blue Jays held on to that one. It's where, and if you were watching on our live stream, thank you. It's where uh, me, Jimmy, and Joe's, and Veebs was riding with us in the booth. Uh, micro, micro betting live and cashing out whenever you can. Um, that was... Uh... I don't know if you noticed it. We were both at Saturday's Yankee game. That was what Glaber did uh, yeah. for his roll call. It got me pretty good. Dude, I'm uh, loving where Glaber's persona is going. Uh, Jack Flaherty and Kevin Gossman in game two of that series both had good starts. Flaherty with a weird stat line, seven walks, uh, no hits. Um, but Cardinals, they end up taking two out of three after dropping that first one. And uh, that those games, every time I clicked in, those were fun because uh, you just have – there's a lot of good baseball players on the field. And, man, I am not backing down from my Cardinals. You know, at last week's Wake and Jake, I hopped on the Wednesday before opening day, and I just ended up in kind of a Cardinals wormhole. Brendan Donovan, um, if you don't know him, figure him out. Nolan Gorman, the bonus piece for this roster. He hit a couple home runs this weekend. He's 22. Like... There is just a lot of talent on this roster and their position to make another move if they need it. Um, that checks off our AL East. Let's go to the Central then. We did Detroit. Uh, they got swept. Uh, I guess I'll do another sad one. Uh, the Kansas City Royals also got swept. I, uh, I didn't love that for my Royals. Um, they got swept by the Twins, 2-0, 2-0, They get shut out the first two games. That's as bad as two games can go. Like, you'd rather, you'd much rather lose 10-5 because at least you saw your team score, like, five runs. And you're like, well, if we pitch a little better, we'll be okay. You get shut out twice, that, that stinks, and it's so funny as I'm now get, getting in the MLB The Show world. Um, like MJ Melendez and Pasquantino are like <laughs> stars of that video game. Um, the other side of the coin, uh, Pablo Lopez, 5.1, shut, shut. Uh, your opening day twin starter, his velo was ticked up. Um, that, you know, again, when you circle back on the twins teams, it, it always felt like they were missing the, the high-end starters and the high-end relievers. They kind of have both of those going right now. Well, they can have both of those going. I like I like what's going on in their bullpen. You want to see more from their starters. And it's against the Royals, who weren't really a hitting juggernaut last year. Um, Sonny Gray, uh, although it was a very Sonny Gray start, four walks, one strikeout. Um, 
he labored through it, and they kicked it to the pen again. So, hey, Twins open up with a sweep. You know, we, we talked about them a lot. Gallo runs into two homers on the final day. He was, uh, I didn't realize Gallo was playing some first base for them. Mm-hmm. About that. For a few weeks and like during spring training, the like projected fangrafts lineup was Gallo lead off first base on uh on the twins, which ew, yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah, they're gonna be an interesting year. Joe Ryan has a good start at the end. Gallo playing first base, two homers. Buxton had a massive series. Uh he's so important to them. Uh, and Trevor Larnack, former first-round pick for them, had a good opening weekend, middle of the lineup. Like, that's, um, you know, as we're looking for things that could be significant, like that. Like, if Trevor Larnack is a dude for the Twins, that's, that is season-changing, potentially season-changing for them. Royals, hey, let's, let's move past it and let's get our young guys balling out. Like, no, like nobody for them had a good weekend, which feels rude. Um. Except Araldis Chapman. Huh. Uh, and Salvi. 102.5 on the gun. Yeah, but even like, you know, we're talking to opening. Yeah. Like Adam Duvall right now has a, almost a 2 dot OPS. Yes. <laughs> you know, like we're, we're talking three-game sample size. Uh, that, hey, put it, put it in our rear view. Let's get the hope going. Uh, Royals Nation. Woo. Woo. Uh the Cleveland Guardians, first four-game set for us. Um, they go three and one. Uh, guard Dogs baseball. I'm trying to think. Uh, what are my favorite highlights from watching them and the Mariners this weekend? They lost opening day. Late night game wrapping up. Ty France, uh, the, the worst, best game ever. Luis Castillo and Bieber. The game was just silent. Like, nothing was happening. Ty France, uh, three-run homer to win it. And then, those Cleveland Guardians in Seattle win the next three. Um, uh, Savali, Savali shuts them out. Uh, they win 2-0 in the third game. Uh, Savali outdeals Logan Gilbert, and they kick it to their good bullpen. Um, and then, uh, yesterday, Julio Rodriguez hits a leadoff homer to start the game. Uh, bullpen holds as they chip away and they get them in extra innings. Uh, so go guards again, two teams. I really like there. Um, for some reason that makes me really happy about my guardians. I guess they, they are the team I believe in the most that I don't fully believe in. Like, again, it's kind of an organizational thing. Like, what their organization has put together, I very much believe in that. There's some there's some days that I look at their lineup and I'm still like, actually, no. I take all of that back. In my head, I don't believe in the Guardians. I so much believe in the Guardians. Because do I believe in Stephen Kwan? Yes. Rosario? Yes. Jose Ramirez? Obviously. Josh Bell comes and goes for me. But, kind like, you're going to get something. You're going to get something. Generally, yeah. Josh <clears throat> Naylor, kind of same song, as long as he's against righties, and that's how they take care of him. Oscar Gonzalez, yes. Remember what that guy did last year? Mm-hmm. Andres Jimenez. I just mentioned six guys before getting to him. He just got 100 mil in his bank account. Like, he's a guy. Zanino, old. he'll torment you at the right moment. Uh, and then Miles, mild flaws at the end of their, their lineup. And you know they're going to pitch. 
So like, okay, I um, I almost just need to remind myself how much I like Cleveland and them getting a nice little three out of four in Seattle to start the year. Again, let's let's not go nuts. Uh, Seattle, you're gonna be fine. Um, that opening day, Ty France Homer uh, was pretty cool. Julio gets his first one out of the way. Luis Castillo, ugh, ooh, gross. George Kirby pitches today, so Ace. Mariners fans get to celebrate that. A little Mariners-Angels series. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Trout. Oh, Trout and oh, Tani. Uh, your final uh, AL Central game. No AL mid yet this year. No AL mid yet, yet this year. Um, the Chicago White Sox, they split with the Astros. Hey. In Houston, four games. A um, couple things I liked from this series. Uh, Yon Moncada, a big piece for this team. Those When the White Sox were hype and we liked the White Sox, Yon Moncada was an on-base defense switch-hitting machine for them. Um, he had a lefty homer that ended up in the Crawford boxes that he had like a, a shit-eating grin. Like, basically an out everywhere except Houston and Fenway, and he got a home run for it, so I like that for him. Um, Oscar Colas, the uh, the kid for them that gets the call, I think another Cuban ball player, uh, caught a couple highlights of him. He plays with life. And, most importantly, Luis Robert. Um, he caught a ball in center field. That it's been one of my fun facts of the offseason, and I don't want this to be shots fired at the guy. AJ Pollock, who was their primary center fielder last year, does not catch. Um, Luis Robert caught a ball in the gap that was game changing. And when you start to put that together, like Ben and Robert and Colas, that's a whole new outfield. Like that can change a team, right? New manager. That can change a team. So I. Hey, you split four with Houston opening weekend. Um, Dylan Cease looks looks incredible. He he picked up where he left left off. You saw Lance Lynn screaming on the mound. Clevenger made his debut, looked pretty good. Giolito, he, he's the other guy there. And Kopech hasn't even pitched yet. So, again, the White Sox are a really tough mental exercise. They were a World Series favorite. They gave us a year of trash. They've tweaked some things. Like, the White Sox could be back in this dance pretty quick. Uh, Which probably brings us to the Texas Rangers. Because they are a different song, but same chorus, right? Because we said it at the start. Bruce Bochy. I believe in managers. Why not? Um, They also signed a ton of free agents the past two years. Simeon, Seager, um... Backyard Brad Miller, Robbie Grossman have a weekend. Um, Mitch Garver, I think he had a two-yacker game. Trade, I know. It's okay. DeGrom, Evaldi, Martin Perez. That guy, that guy battles. Uh, Tough Sunday night baseball game. After like a really good weekend of baseball games to have a a 2-1 Martin Perez-Bailey falter game. I don't want that to be shots fired at anyone, but... This game that the first two games, the Rangers scored 11-16 and 16 to get that. Uh, 
They sweep. The Rangers have brought in a lot of guys. DeGrom, Avaldi, John Gray, Heen Dog, uh, Simeon, Seeger, Josh Young played some nice third base and, and hit a home run. Like, that team has a recipe that we could easily be talking about them very differently in June. We just don't believe it because we haven't seen them be good. Um, that Yeah, they, they definitely got a little, a little asterisk that, like, you might have to pay attention to some Rangers baseball this year, uh, which overall is exciting. Phillies, you just wash your hands and get the hell out of there. Um, you know, your your bullpen got destroyed. Uh, you know, you guys didn't do much in that final game. You move on. I hate that they're moving on to the New York Yankees this week. Interleague, interleague for the Yanks, huh? Back to back. And Philly's got the same thing, Rangers, Yankees. I didn't notice any other teams who yeah, got I that. Know. But I don't know. It's a weird open. I don't know. I don't know if I love just, that. Just a tough, tough draw. Uh, your final AL series, Halos and Athletics. Um, athletics with a nice little opening day comeback. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Otani, the Otani and the Trout guy. You know, after game one, everyone, you know, there were some tweets out there because Otani pitched really well and the Angels lost and people were doing the LOL Angels and, you know, I I am genuinely last year they hurt me so much that I'm I'm not in on the Angels until they make a playoffs. Like I'm just I've decided to live in that realm and I think that's good for me. Um I hope we get to talk about something different. Logan O'Hoppy behind the dish, friend of Nikki Cass, John Boy Media. Um there's a lot to like, man. Gio Rochelle and Brandon Drury are both cool stories in their own way. Renfro is just good. Rendon, that whole grabbing a fan thing. That wasn't great, huh? Not the best look. I haven't I haven't broken down everything from there in my head, but... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Everyone seems okay with it. You can't do that. <laughs> but... I think there's a sneaky... And, like, I'm doing this partially as a joke, but, like, you know, the joke with Rendon has always been he doesn't care. So him doing that is like, okay, he cares, cares. I guess. He doesn't like being called a bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not condoning that, uh, that energy. Um, Shohei pitched well. Tyler Anderson pitched well, which, again, that's a big, for them, that was a significant signing that obviously has its question marks if you're the Angels. And it's a guy that has one outlier season that was with a team that Known everyone generate everyone pitches season. with the Dodgers. Um, but hey, they win a series, keep winning series. Uh, let's talk about you more as the season goes on. Halo, they're gonna they're going up to Seattle to see a pissed off mm-hmm. Seattle team, and then they host Toronto. So, um, man, we're we're into the teeth of it. We're into the teeth of it. That's all the AL teams. I know we clipped off a couple, a couple teams in interleague. Let's let's head over. Let's go to Jolly Olive and Jerry Blevins, New York Mets. Um, they go three and one against the Fishies. 
Um, Sanga is kind of the highlight for me. We got to see the ghost fork yesterday. He got comfortable. He started punching a lot of tickets. Um, again, like any new pitcher, uh, I, you know, Jimmy's rule that I've, I've adapted is you got to see him the second time through like MLB hitters. They, they like seeing a guy and know it's coming. And that obviously makes sense. Uh, especially when there's a pitch like that, that you're not familiar with. Um, Sanga looks good, and he has a chance, man. If he's just full-blown good and he adjusts in the league, you know, his stuff isn't isn't very hittable, uh, he has a chance to go down as the best free agent contract from this class. Like, I think he was like 5 for 75 or something like that, which, think about some of the money that was getting thrown out. Like, that's two years of Verlander, right? Less. Yeah. So, if Sanga's good for three years, four years, five years... Um, Mets win. They um, some funky options in there could get interesting. They uh, they played the fish again. the The fish have a funky team of their own. Uh, they were trying to get a couple rallies together. Not not too much going on. Yeah, I mean the fish, the Marlins scored one, two, two, and three. So, um, like I said. Avisail Garcia looked like he was in good shape. Uh, if you want more Mets talk, maybe go listen to uh, Jal and Jer. Braves take two out of three from the Nats, and honestly, I'm slightly disappointed in them. The Nationals. I, I mentioned, you know, Boston, Baltimore, even Kansas City. I, I think, you know, if Kansas City the season goes south, I still think there's a lot of fun there between... Melendez and um, Pasquantino and a lot of their young talent. Um, the Nats, I just don't know, man. I uh, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, the couple times I did tune in, uh, you know, there was some ugly baseball being played. It, it felt like the Braves. It felt like the Braves, who are you know should be one of the best teams in baseball. It felt like one of those spring training games where they play like the college kids or something. Like it, it didn't feel right. Um, and you know that's that might be big, bigger shots fired than I just said rolling off my tongue to the Nats. But national fans, how about in three years we look back on this roster and tell me what you really think? Um. Tell me what you really think in three years. Let's talk then. Um, Braves take two out of three. Ronald Acuna Jr., if he stays healthy this year, might swipe 50. Um, how about the stolen bases? My goodness. I'm <laughs> Baseball is a running sport again, which is pretty exciting. I, I like it so far. Some of the numbers are crazy. Uh, good for baseball. Uh Mets, Marlins, we did the Phillies who got swept. Nats, I'm sorry about you. Head over to our Centrale. Your NL Central leading Cincinnati Reds. They played the Pirates. I'm I'm not going to do the, the whole song and dance with you. Reds took two out of three. Let's, uh, both of these teams have to earn earn our love even though I like some of the young guys on each team. Sorry, guys. That's just... It's just where we have to live as a society. As a society. Earn, earn our hearts back. 
Um, the more fun NL Central matchup this weekend. Brewers Cubbies. Cubbies come out opening day 4 0. Let's go, Cubs. Uh, Cubs fans have been pretty mean. Uh, for me, you know, I know Trev and John, they, they've gotten hot about Mariners fans, Halos fans, some, some different, originally Padres fans used to be one of the feistier ones. Cubs fans are a little on edge to start this year because they have expectations again. And they were screaming at us about their pitching. Like, they, they believe in their pitching coach, and they believe in a lot of their young guys. And good, you should. You're a fan of the Cubs. Um, and they come out with an opening day shutout. Let's go. Stroh looks good. A um, couple guys in the pen. Milwaukee comes back the next couple games. Um, huge rally in the final deciding game to win it 9-5. to five. Uh, The Brewers take two out of three. Uh Dansby had a good opening weekend. You, you want to root for that for any guy that signs a big contract. Um, Brewers, again, when you're talking NL Central in the scope of the year, this is a team that retooled that has a lot of guys that you could believe in. Jesse Winker with a nice opening weekend. Again, go look at his baseball reference. Yelly with a solid opening weekend. Uh, and yet... <coughs> Excuse me. They've got a lot of young ball players playing. That let's be honest. That's that's going to be the difference. Is Bryce Terang a a three and a half WAR player, or is he a guy that's going to get sent down this year? I don't know. Uh, Brewers fans will t- tell you he's really good. Same with Garrett Mitchell. Uh, and you know the crew is going to pitch well enough that after getting beat on opening day, the Cubs take down Corbin Burns. Uh, they bounce back and win two. And I. Uh, I think the Brewers are a playoff team this year, but I have to figure out what that truly means because I think there's an East Coast or West Coast team that would make me mentally sad saying that. But I think the Brewers are a playoff team this year. Um, What else do we got? We did (laughs) Reds, Pirates, kind of. Uh, Cardinals, Jays, which brings us to the left coast. Uh, My Snakes played the Dodgers, and we split. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> Four-game series. Did you happen to see how they won yesterday? How's that? Ninth inning, tie game. Runner on third, Brewstar in. Two outs, bunt. Mm. Jake McCarthy beat it out, run scores from third. Bunts uh, are bad. Drag bunt, like, down the line. Snakes baseball, baby. Oh, drag's cool. Uh, yeah, a little softball-esque. Uh, but... They win. Christian Walker, uh, he has a good weekend. They have speed, and it looks like it's going to be a speed season. So the the Snakes are not going to be fun to play. Um, uh, Merrill Kelly had a nice performance. And, uh, yeah, hey, there are some stats from last year that their bullpen was as bad as a bullpen could be that if they end up middle of the pack and some of their young guys go – the Snakes will be pesky. To what? Is that 83 wins? Is that 73 wins? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, Dodgers. I forget if we mentioned this pre-show or at the start. Miguel Vargas, the, the rookie who is walking all spring training. Uh, he's still just walking a ton, which is hilarious. Hmm. Um, uh, Trace Thompson has a three-homer game. 
Dodgers, Dodgers voodoo. Will Smith goes yard uh, yesterday and has a nice weekend. That uh, yeah, uh, Mookie Betts played some second, turned some double plays, and then he kicked out to the outfield and he threw a guy out at home. He's a freak show still. If if anybody had questions about that, and yeah, pretty much all of their starting pitchers, Urias, May, Kershaw, and Syndergaard, gave a good performance. So. I don't think the Dodgers are worried at all about their opening weekend split. Um, in your final series, same song, different chorus. Rockies, Padres, they split four. Um, my Rocks, formerly My Rocks, I should say. Um, they win it on opening day. A uh, couple, couple big home runs. Uh, good for the Padres. After losing the first two to the Rockies, which, hey... You know, we just doled out a ton of money to everyone. You, you sneaky can't lose opening <laughs> opening weekend to the Rockies after you paid literally everyone. Cronenworth, seven years, 80 mil. Seidler was laughing at that. You'll take that? I'm, I'm giving out <laughs> 300 mil to basically whoever wants. Like, the fact that was under 100 million, he was like, sign me up. And just a reminder... Where we get caught up in those with baseball, Cronenworth's contract was basically that because he didn't get called up till he was 26. So that just changes how much money you can make. Um, that if he got called up a year earlier, that might be triple digits. Um, that's your opening weekend of baseball. I, I know I touched on a lot there. Um, and I, I think it's normally going to be more focused, but it was kind of funny. We were going through the stuff going true to stuff, and there wasn't a ton of, like, this topic in baseball. The topics in baseball, the games were faster. Um, I might have to eat, I don't want to say eat crow, but I guess I keep saying that I think the time changes are going to be more impactful for people that watch baseball every night because right now I think the number is at the games are 20 minutes faster. Like, at least, right? 20, 25 minutes faster, which, that's significant. That's more, I kept saying 15 minutes, so that's more significant that that I think maybe, we saw spring training games were going to be down that much, and we figured we'd get, right, like, that'd like get five stretched to ten out. back in a regular season, a little longer commercials. And I still think it might, but we'll let's see. we got, let's we got see. to get some games with actual, like, intensity being regular. I guess for baseball fans, I thought that was going to affect us more already just because if you're watching every night, that if you get saved 15, 20 minutes, that's significant. Um, but maybe maybe people will check out this new baseball with more base running because the base running numbers are crazy um, and the games are a lot quicker that maybe new, new people will check in and the WBC yeah. and all of it tied together. Um, yeah, I, was, I was trying to think of like what I would think if I wasn't watching baseball yet. And before, it was like, and and if you said three hours, yeah, like, this game's gonna be three hours. I guess that's the thing. I I don't know a single person like, that has stopped watching baseball because it's long. Because it's going long. That they're gonna be like, oh, it's a little shorter. Let me watch now. Um, yeah, I think baseball's got a good hype train going right now, which I'm excited for. Um, I think it's a more. It'll be a more subconscious help. The uh, anything. The base running's crazy. I think there was a couple more defensive plays just because you're not fully shifting. Um, that Yeah, it feels like baseball's good. I'll say there's a couple moments that felt slightly quick in games, and even in the Yankees game we talked about on Talking Yanks last night, like 
Doval and a couple of the relievers that came out, like, there's a couple moments you feel like they're in a tight spot, and it may it might just be learning the new rules, and it could be gone instantly. If it does continue, you know, a lot of the stuff we talked about that maybe seventh inning and later, yeah, maybe you stretch it out even a couple seconds, you know, 20 to 23 or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. We're all learning. Um, and again, maybe... Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm also learning to it, too, that in three weeks I'll never notice it again. Um, even, a- even with it, I didn't notice it that hard. I mean, I watched more spring training than most people, I guess, too. But. Yeah, and I, I guess it's just it might be what comes with the territory, but there, there was a couple, you know, 2-2, two, 3-2 two, two pitches where the moment breathing for baseball had been good previously. Not the stepping out of the box and all the ridiculousness, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It just so, felt it felt fifteen twenty quick. does feel a little quick. If they tomorrow said twenty and twenty five, I I wouldn't. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's good. It's overall good. Uh, not a problem. And the first weekend is when everyone was on edge that it would be a problem. There was like stolen bases were up. The percentages. Of stolen bases were up like 11%, and the amount of stolen bases from like the first three games or something went from like 24 last year to like 80 something. So it's pretty wild. I part of me would have loved to know that just with shifts, more contact, uh, or without the shifts, uh, because now you need more athletic defenders. And stolen bases were getting a little more sexy anyways. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see how much stolen bases went up without the bases changing. Um, yeah, just, and you can, you also time it up with the clock and stuff too. So, right. You so got just that overs, like, like getting all three at once. I would have loved to see the progression uh, of it. But yeah. it's fun. It's good for the game. So uh, that was a lot Talking baseball coming up later today. I think we're recording at 12, so it should be out probably like 2-ish, something like that. The Um, rest of the year, the the recap apps will be They should be out by noon, but Trev is in Trev is in Hawaii Hawaii with with his his friend, Matthew Stafford. Um, So So I'll go. This very first one, and then that's the way. I'll eat bugs on that. Um, Wrapping everything else up from the sports weekend as we got to start doing dumb and some other stuff. Uh... UConn rolls again, double-digit wins. That's all they know. Um, Go win the national title, one for the thumb. The team has come together perfectly. Their half-court offense is better than any UConn half-court offense ever. Uh, You know, normally they've had to rely on that. The star, the the Emeka, the Ray Allen, the Kemba, even Shabazz. Like, they, they had some guys at the end of the shot clock that you needed to hit a shot. They're getting whatever they want. Their two big men are dominant. Um, the guards are each having their moment. Even the wings, Caravan is an awesome player. Um, and their defense is dominant. Uh, they locked up Miami that was averaging like 20 points higher a game. That Yeah, it's, it's all building up that they should dominate and win one more. Uh, and whenever that happens in sports, it gets scary. Because if you ever think you know something in sports, especially the NCAA tournament, that's when you find out no. Uh, San Diego State, they win on the buzzer beater. I mean, an all-time Final Four moment. The first ever true buzzer beater when a team was behind 
in Final Four history, which I know that feels weird, but it's always been like tied games or the other shots you know came earlier in the tournament. Um, so that was huge all-time moment. And San Diego State, their defense is, uh, is vivacious, if that's the right word. Um, so, yeah, watching UConn tonight, uh, we'll see if how nervous and scared I get. I'm on the Huskies minus five and a half, uh, and they've been winning people a lot of money. Uh, and the other story from sports, and I'll, I'll keep this high and tight, and you'll, we'll see where I'm right and wrong. LSU takes down Iowa uh, to win the, uh, the NCAA tournament. On the women's side, uh, and people were getting all hot and bothered on the internet because there was some smack talk, a little John Cena, you can't see me. Um, guess what? I, I think the truth is, and it's where the internet gets its ugliest, is that there's a little bit of truth on each side, and that's what gets people the most fired up. That, yeah, uh, Caitlin Clark did it in the game before, so Angel Reese brought it, and she did it this game when they won. And guess what? If you want to be about that, be about that. And that's kind of her whole point. Like, I'm... I am about that. I don't I don't like when people talk and I'm I use that as fuel and I go. And guess what? That's fine. If she had won the game and she didn't say anything and she did good head down, good job, that's fine too. Like it's it's the difference. I guess the baseball comparison for me is if DJ LeMahieu hits a homer and he goes head down around the bases and he scores, we say that's pretty cool. Like DJ you know, DJ's non-swag is almost swag. Like, it's business-like. Like, I want to beat you. I'm going to do it my own way. And guess what? When Jazz Chisholm throws the bat and pimps a homer and does the, the Euro step scoring, that's fine, too. Like, so I, I think that's where the internet started to get just ugly because if you wanted to be on your side, you could without acknowledging the other side. Um, congrats to LSU and Kim Mulkey, who joins... I mean, her, Pat Summit, Gino Oriama, like all-time, all-time women's coaches. Um, that's a crew. Second year at LSU, um, and really cool from a small like Louisiana town and stuff. So I guess she she might be the bro of the night. Whoa, throwback. Um, we got to wrap it up. Went a little long again. I think baseball will be a little more focused, but opening weekend, and there wasn't a lot of big hitters. So. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll see. We've got a funky week coming mm-hmm. um, with with a couple things going down as we head down to Baltimore opening day Thursday. So, um, all right, guys. Love you. Thank you. Subscribe. Watch everything on John Boy Media. Bye. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.